Hi, I'm Steve Cavendish. I'm from the Nashville scene. On the second day that I started what, uh, on the second day of what was my dream job at the Detroit Free Press, my editor came to my desk and he said, put his hand on my shoulder and he said, Steve, I'm so sorry we brought you here. Uh, I, had gone to, I had gone to Detroit in July of 1995 uh, after growing up in Nashville. I'm a Belmont graduate. I'm a Good Pasture graduate before that. I've lived almost my entire, adult, almost my entire life up to that point in Nashville. Uh, I got a job at the Nashville Banner straight out of school, and it was fantastic. It was, it was everything that you could ever want as a journalist to learn from. Uh, I was a page designer, which meant that I helped create the pages which, which ended up on your doorstep, uh, but they let me write, they let me uh, edit photos, they let me do everything that I, that I ever wanted to because I was cheap and they needed lots of people. <laughs> My editor is sitting here in the front row, nodding, <laughs> nodding. Um, you were cheap too. I was cheap. <laughs> uh, so after working, after working at the Banner for two years, um, I had I had wanted to become a page designer, uh, and I, I was I was a page designer, but I wanted to work for a really great paper. And in Detroit, uh, there was a newspaper war going on, uh, and it had been going on for a long time. The Detroit newspapers were both very good, um, but they were also really well designed and stocked with incredible art directors. And I got a chance to I, I wanted to learn from some of the very best, and so I got this job in Detroit. Now there had been some Throughout the, I, I kind of romanticized Detroit because in 1993, there was a guy named Brian Gruley who put out a book called Paper Losses. It was talking about joint operating agreements and why news, and the economics of newspapers. And if you read this thing and about all of the kind of the corporate shenanigans that went on between different ownership groups and the fighting that went on behind, you know, between newsrooms and how competitive Detroit was, you would think to yourself, any, any real person would think to themselves, that I would never want to be a part of that. Any journalist would go, I would love to be a part of that. <laughs> and so I really wanted to work for the Detroit Free Press. And I got an interview, and I was lucky enough to get a job. So on July 10th, 1995, I joined the Free Press. Now, going back, and, going back several months, there had been some rumblings about, uh, about a possible strike going on. Uh, and being young and very naive and not really kind of wanting to think about those sort of things, I'd kind of put it off. And in my interviews, people had even said, people had even said, you know, there's a lot of saber rattling, but these things tend to get done. So my, on my first day there, uh, they didn't get done. <laughs> uh, they, uh, the, 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 two the two management teams, had, I mean, the two negotiating teams had kind of walked away from the table. On my second day there, and I'm still in training, I haven't actually done anything to, at, at this point. Uh, on my second day there, there was a, there was a, a Mayor David Archer had had a, a mediation between the two groups and kind of a last ditch effort to kind of hold things together for, newspaper, for, the, for the newspapers. And it went so badly that the, the mayor's double doors, these big oak double doors, kind of like what, what you would imagine of any kind of like great city hall, uh, come flying open. And the two sides wanted, had so little respect for each other that they had dueling press conferences and were shouting things back and forth at each other. 
It was at this point my editor, Heath Merriweather, comes up and puts his hand on my shoulder and says, Steve, I'm really sorry we brought you here. <laughs> the next day, and I'm still, I'm still in training, my shop steward comes by and says, Steve, you're not in the union yet. And I said, no, you know, do I need to be in the union? And he puts my card, he puts a card down on my uh, desk and says, sign it now. The next day, uh, the next day I actually got to, I actually got to do some work. This is Thursday. Uh, get, I get in, I'm all excited because I'm going to have my first page. I'm going to have the very first thing that can show that I am indeed a member of the staff of the Detroit Free Press. And it was a, it was a piddling page. It was a picture page on the very back of the paper. I think there were like four or five photos in it. It took me about 20 minutes to do, and that was it. But that was all they were going to give me because they were training me. Halfway through my shift, a guy out of, a, out of Norma Ray or whatever movie you want to think about <laughs> comes in with a milk crate. And he puts it down, and he steps on it, and he says, brothers and sisters of communications workers, local 1400 and something, we are now on strike against the Detroit News and Free Press for unfair labor practices. Gather up your stuff and go. <laughs> and at that moment, newsrooms don't do anything in unison. Uh, I don't know if I can emphasize this enough, but they just don't. An entire newsroom of people got up from their desks and walked out. And it was the damnedest thing I had ever seen. Now, I had signed my card the day before, and I was in Detroit. So I knew enough to know that I was never going to cross a picket line in Detroit, Michigan. When you grow up in the South, they don't teach you very much about unions. Uh, when you have a Republican mother and a Republican father, uh, and you are the chair of the college Republicans at your school, you sure don't think anything at all about unions. But here I was in Detroit, a union member, and everybody was leaving. And I said, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to leave. <laughs> and so I did. And so we went on strike. Now, going on strike in Detroit is a little bit different than going on strike anyplace else, because you're where there are actual unions and where unions are celebrated. And so it's 100 degrees that week, and we're out there uh, we're out there carrying our, uh, carrying our signs out in front of the free press building. And we're all just sweating to death. And next thing you know, a station wagon pulls up, and these women pop out, and it's the teachers' union. And the teachers' union is just like, you're on strike, and we're going to help you. Here are our popsicles and wa cold water and drinks and whatever else, and we're going to make sure you get through the day. We were out at, we were out at the plant north of town because... The strategy was you, you, you want to keep the, the Sunday paper from getting out. So everybody blocked the, blocked the gates of the, of the, um, of the plant uh, in Macomb County. And we're, we're sitting out there, and it's, you know, it's a weekend. It's starting to get, this was in September. It's starting to get a little cold. And next thing you know, like a box truck comes roaring up. 